Welcome to the podcast, On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management. EQ with experts in corporate travel, delivering integrity, intelligence, and innovation. I'm Jordan Rich with the CEO of EQ Travel, Frank Jeffrey. Being a specialist, being an expert in this day and age, we all tend to want to hang out with experts. And I'm thrilled that you're hanging out with us today, Frank, for another great podcast. One of the things that you do besides handle all kinds of business and corporate travel is you focus on a particular population that people may not think about, and that's those involved in clinical trials. What's special about the work you do there and why? The clinical trial work um, looks after travelers with um, quite often, you know, like very specific needs for them as individuals, you know, whether it be traveling, you know, needing wheelchair assistance or oxygen concentrators or that kind of thing. But also for the pharma company, they have to pay for the people who are taking part in the trial, but they can't know who those people are. We step in the middle and we kind of anonymize that entire process so that we can work freely with the patient or the traveler and then we can report back in real time to the pharma company but with no personal information at all. So that sounds like an impossible task, knowing what we know about security and issues of safety and all that, but uh, you've managed to do it quite efficiently. Yeah, we kind of pioneered that around 20 years ago, so it's kind of something that continues to evolve. Um, Initially, a very, very uh, labour-intensive way of just handling every single patient. Over the years, as... The service has improved. We've been able to kind of uh, create efficiencies there. And now we can organize that travel and report on it just as quickly as we can for your travel. And and we're talking about countries around the world, not just the U.S., not just Western Europe? Anywhere in the world. Wow. What's the downside to not planning ahead with clinical trial travel? What what can happen? Uh, The the planning is key. It's actually with clinical travel, it's also easy because the study has a schedule and all of those visits from day one right through to the end of the trial we will know about them um, right at the Mm -hmm. get-go. The trial schedule can't slip so things like vacation time can't affect that, holidays can't affect it so if we know it's a busy time of the year, graduations for example, we can just pre-book that so there's not going to be an issue with hotels or flights or cars or Right. Kind of thing. I would imagine the calendar matters to you more than most. <laughs> Even yeah. Looking at that year-long, multi-year calendar. Absolutely. So what we do is we kind of roll those. Um, we roll those appointments so that you know we'll book appointments one and two, and then we're always aware of the schedule. So we just keep an eye on that. We look out for trigger dates so that we can address those. So, um, you know, say there's something between Christmas and New Year, we know flights are going to be busy. Get them booked early. Change them if we need to. How is your company working with all the various hubs and whether they be airlines or hotels? I mean, you have to be in touch with everybody on certain days. Yeah, I mean, over the years, I mean, uh, you get to know people. Obviously, we're doing, um, as most business are, you know, you do the same thing, not exactly the same every day, but you do the same thing over and over again. You have relationships. More often than not, you don't have to leverage those relationships, but it's always good to have a number where you can call and say, you know, I need your help. People want to know that there's someone they can call or email or text when they're at the airport and something doesn't look right. They want to get in touch. Is that something that you pride yourself in? Absolutely. And we would always say to any traveler, um, 
do not go to a queue in the airport once your flight is cancelled, phone us. Because when the whole plane gets to that queue and your number 180, those 179 people before you have already been rebooked on the next flight. If you just call us, we'll do it while the rest are running. But that's important, uh, the relationship that you develop with your clients, with your customers, is the kind of relationship, as we're finding out, that enables people to stay in touch and really reach out when they have a problem. Yeah, absolutely. And the relationship stays, the confidence stays. And what we find is individuals leave a company and then they'll come back, you know, with their new company to be clients. You know, I had um, one client said to me about three weeks ago, I think he's now under his fourth or fifth guys. He said to me that he's known me longer than he's known his wife. <laughs> um, so that is the kind of feedback you get. That's you get regularly. And it's a relationship that does, you know, stand the test of time. Well, that is uh, exactly why businesses survive in this day and age. It's it's the people power and the loyalty and so forth. I wanted to talk to you about, again, the partnership strategy that we started to chat about in the first episode. It's so important to know that somebody's there when you need them, but you do a lot of pre-planning and reaching out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with a regular travel program, um, the way that we start that is to advise the client on a travel policy. Um, and that's just a way of setting out expectations, you know, both for the travelers, for the finance team, for us. We all know what we're working to. So that would be point one. Um, once we have that, you know, it's then easy to work with the individuals. You know, there, there are parameters that are going to travel within. Um, we get to know them so we know that, you know, if you're... If your policy is, you know, lowest cost, you know, coach class travel and it's American and United on the same route, they're both the same um, price and you prefer, you know, American, why would we offer you the other one? So Mm -hmm. it's taking the starting point of a policy and then getting to know the character or indeed the characters and then going from there. Do you believe in being... uh upfront and blunt about what's out there and what you should know. Uh, some people sugarcoat the truth and they get in trouble as a result. What's your policy on that? I'm upfront. Upfront. Yeah. Your, your name is Frank. That's my, the way you want to be. My name is Frank and, <laughs> um, and I've had the uh, compliment of being described as Frank. Frank. <laughs> yeah. But that makes a difference because if I know that uh, there could be a, an issue I can plan around it or at least be aware. I'd rather know the reality than than be sold a bill of goods. That's really important. Exactly. And I think an immediate no is a much easier pill to swallow than a drawn out maybe. Let's talk briefly about the EQ online booking because you're very proud of that and it's on the website. People can read more. But how do you define what that is and how it works well? Um, The tool is an online booking tool. People can go on 24-7 self-serve. The difference to being on a kind of mainstream booking site is that it's fully managed by us. Um, For your company, your travel policy, your personal preferences are all built into that too. Um, So you go on there, you can book safely, and if something goes wrong, you then know that you can pick up the phone and still speak to us as if you'd made the reservation. I can tell tell the listeners from personal experience looking at the site, it's a whole lot easier to navigate than some of the airlines directly. Wow. Absolutely. That drives people bananas uh, when you get to the kiosk and you don't know what to do. (laughs) It can be a problem. Yeah, and and like talking to our agents, it brings all of the content from the various airlines into one place so you can see everything side by side. 
you're not, you know, doing multiple WWWs and, like you say, driving yourself nuts and writing yourself notes. You know, everything's in one place. Easy to see. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to cover in upcoming episodes, but uh, one of the takeaways, I think, from this episode today is that this is a people business. Why hide the facts from the public? At the same time, go out of your way. This is you and your team. Go out of your way to provide the best customer service. It's the customer service that will bring people back, you know, again and again. Um, in this day and age, there are many companies that can sell you plane tickets. There's not so many companies who will actually manage your travel for you, though. And that's what we aim to do. Well, we appreciate that very much and look forward to chatting with you in the near future. Thank you. This has been On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management, the podcast to take with you on your travels. Find out more at eqtravel.com and share news about this podcast with your friends and associates. From everyone at EQ Travel, be safe and be well.